0: Genesis 3And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that thou art naked? Art thou eaten of the tree? Whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat. And the man saith, The woman whom thou givest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman saith, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. This is the second question that was asked in the Bible. The first was asked by Satan as he addressed the woman and telling her about it. Of course, she gave an incorrect answer. And this might seem like an odd question. Asked by an all-knowing God. But God don't ask questions because he needs information. (laughs) Being God, he knows everything. Rather, he asks questions for our good. To give us the opportunity to face the facts, to be honest, and to come out of hiding. However, we must not think of God speaking to Adam and Eve the way a criminal would speak to a disobedient person in a voice of anger and that of rage. But it was more like a broken-hearted father speaking in love to a wayward child. First, God called Adam to give him opportunity to answer and to come out in the open. The very fact that God called him at all speaks of God's mercy. because God did not have to call him. God had given Adam everything he could possibly want. Knowing everything, he could have swapped this. You know how you take the glass waters and swap, but he didn't do that. And then another grace is the fact that Adam was able to hear God. When you can hear from, when you can hear God, it is important. You ever been to that place? Sometimes we just hide itself a little bit from you. Job experienced it. Job said, I went to the right and to the left. I just looked for him, and I couldn't find him. And sometimes God will give you a day when you can't seem to find him, not even in fasting and prayer. You can't find him. But when he is ready, and he don't hide from you because he don't love you. He hides so that you can seek him. More earnestly, and that you can appreciate Him. Uh, Evangelist Billy Sunday said that sinners cannot find God for the same reason criminals cannot find the policeman; they aren't looking. But we see here in this passage that the father interrupts his Sabbath to find a man and a woman he had made in his own image. This is in reference also to what would happen in the New Testament. Jesus came when he came. He said, I come to seek and to save that which was lost. I didn't come for y'all to minister to me. I came to seek and to save that which was lost. He interrupted his Sabbath, but you got to remember, man is made when? On the sixth day. Now, here God is interrupting the rest. He had entered into his rest. Now God is interrupting his rest to come and tried to find a man or woman who had ventured away from him. He healed on the Sabbath day. He healed the blind man on the Sabbath day in the book of John 5, 1 through 16. And he defended what he was doing to those bigots, those religious leaders, by saying, My father is always at work to this very day, and I too am working. The son can do nothing of himself except that which the father hath given him. Now once Adam and Eve had come out of their hiding, Adam confessed their shame. They were naked, and they feared. But he didn't come out clean. He came out blaming that woman of his. He stood up like a man. Stood up like a real man. That woman you gave me, she's the one that did this thing to me. Now keep in mind, this is the same woman that God had presented to him. And he had told God, wow, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. This thing is good. This is a good woman. But he is filled with excuses. Quoting Billy Sunday again, he said, an excuse is the skin of a reason stuffed with lies. Mm. Let, let me say that one again <laughs> an excuse is the skin of a reason stuffed with lies Eve gave Adam the fruit and all of them were blaming matter of fact what they were doing was really blaming God for their fault this woman you gave me. Then Eve says the serpent beguiled me. Yes, yes. She didn't say it, but she was implying was if you had made that snake, <laughs> I wouldn't have eaten the fruit. But because you did, you did it. And so man was accusing God for the downfall of civilization. But God was rich in His mercy, and God being as rich as He was. He did not come to Him with a roaring voice because, had He come with a roaring voice, they would have just dried out. But He come to them saying, Not, Adam, where are you? No. He comes in a nice voice saying, Adam. Because the scripture implies that they would meet on a daily basis. They would just have conversation with one another. And Adam would just talk to God, but God came at the same time of day. And he didn't see Adam and Eve anywhere. They didn't have nobody else to talk to, so, you know, they should have talked to God. But he said, no, 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 we, we, we heard your voice, but we hid ourselves. And then God said, Adam, where are you? I want to ask this church this morning, where are you? The Lord Jesus Christ has given you the Holy Ghost. And for some of you, he has given you gifts. and He's been waiting around a long time for you to execute your gift. I wonder what is your excuse? Who are you? Then he says, "Ask the question." Adam said, "I'm naked." He said, "Who told you you were naked?" Yeah. Ask your neighbor right now. Who told you you couldn't make it? Who told you make it? <laughs> oh yeah. we got that bag stuffed with all kinds of lies. There's always a reason someone's still holding out because you're black. I got news for you. You're going to be black till you die. That's no excuse because a black person have made it. Where are you? Where are you in your relationship with God? Because God is looking for us. And where are we? What's going on here? And of course we got all kinds of reason why and where we are. And the reason why we can't do what we supposed to be doing. We're blaming everybody. Some of us are blaming the husband, the wife, the parents, the in-laws, the employer, the employees, government. The economy, conditions, situations, and circumstances, we are laying the blame at all of that as to why we are not making it. But God is still crying out, where are you? He is crying out to redeem the assembly, the one that he had a man saved and delivered from their sins, and a man. Look at here, the, the uh, Adam and Eve. Let me let me tell you about Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, uh, they 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 uh, they were wrong, and so what they did, they went and they sold fig leaves together. They were trying, and those fig leaves represented their religion. But they had sold the apron, but their butts were still out. So they had to back up everywhere they go. But the Lamb of God, amen, Jesus came down and he killed an animal. And the Bible said he closed them. When God gives you an outfit, you can turn around in your outfit and you don't have to be backing up. Because God has delivered you. He didn't give you fig leaves. But the Son of God, the Almighty God, came down to 40 and two generations. This mighty God of ours, that was so merciful, we went astray, and we are just as bad as Adam was. We had a reason for our sin. We had a reason for being a, 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 a drug addict. My daddy was a drug addict. We had a reason for being mis—what do you call that thing? Promiscuous. That's it. That's it. That's it. All the women in our family did it. We had a reason for not being a good husband. All of the men in my family left their family. But God is still asking you the question, where are you? What is your reason why you're not coming up to what God got in store for you? i provided everything for you. I've come down to 40 and two generations. I have laid down my life on the cross for you. I, I have delivered you from your sin. I have done everything you asked me for. For the grace of God came and sought you out. I, I established you. I lifted you up now, where are you? As I get older, I started thinking, Lord, you've been so good to me. I don't know whether y'all think about it. What have I given back to God for what he have gone for? You ask God for the job, He gave it to you. Some of y'all was crazy enough to ask God for children. Not the children crazy. But you was crazy enough to ask God for them. And God gave you children. And then you start complaining about the children God gave you. Now I know you thought they were dog babies. The ones that you, you know how the baby cry. And when the baby cry, You know, you play with them long you want to, and then you take the battery out of them. But I'm sure some of these parents in here realize, you can't take the batteries out of these kids. They go on and on and on and on and on. But God said, I gave you your children, why are they going astray? Her are you? Oh God help us. Hallelujah. Where are you? I gave you what you want. I gave you what you asked for. Now where are you? And that question addresses each one of us today. When we consider that God interrupted his Sabbath day to come and seek us. We didn't seek him. Some of us hid. Some of us hid from church. Some of us hid when we saw the missionary coming. Some of us hid when the digging was coming. We hid. And we had all kinds of excuses. I'm working on Sunday. And I'm not, uh, I'm not on people that work on Sunday because sometimes people work on Sunday. Oh, I have to work and I have to do a whole bunch of stuff. But God is still not letting up on us. He's asking you for a reason. I gave you good health and strength. I gave you a gift. And I knew your condition when I gave you the gift. But I'm still looking for productivity out of you. He called Moses. Did you think God didn't know that Moses couldn't talk good? God knew that Moses was this tongue. But God still called him. Some of you are not up to speed. The thing is, God don't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Those that, how many of y'all know God will qualify you? I, I wish I had somebody here that God qualified. Is there anybody in here now doing something that you surprised that you was able to do it? Because when you look back at what I used to be and what God has done for me now, I'm surprised at myself. uh, If you you don't mind, if you're not too ashamed, this stand up there for a little bit. If y'all don't mind, just look around at some people that are surprised. All right, y'all can sit back down. So, in other words, what he did, and that's another reason why we are not in judgment on people because it might not be the way you are. Because you're not always, you have not always been where you are, but somebody had mercy on you. Paul said, and such were some of you. You were liars, and you're still telling the white one. The only difference you've done with your lies, it took the black out of it, but hey man, you're still lying. And some of us are still doing some stuff that we ought not to do. And we are sitting around judging everybody else. But, honey, sinners are in the street. They need to be saved. They are in the street because nobody has went out there to get them. And God is saying, "Where is redeemed. I got sinners in the street. I got people dying. I got people going to hell. Her Deemed. I saved her I gave them home, I gave them job I gave them money and yet the harvest is going to hell where I now? what's your reason God gave Adam and Eve everything they needed mom. the only restriction he had one tree don't eat that tree. That's all I want. And this is to prove your loyalty to me. And then if there's somebody that's in here waiting for the dirt to get off of you for you to prosper, you got to have the dirt. You can't just expose the seed. How many of y'all have seen? Some of y'all got some potatoes right now. You done had them for two or three months and they're sprouting in the bag. <laughs> Anybody had some onions and potatoes sprouting in the bag? Yes. The only thing about a sprouting onion and the potato is this. If you expose it to the light, the sprouts will die. The reason why you put the dirt on a plant is to hold it down until it's ready. The dirt pushes the root further in the ground. But if it's laying up, the roots actually start growing up. But when God let enough dirt be on you to to get you enough so you can develop, you are developing, anybody here developing right now? They done put some dirt out on you, see? You ought to thank God for the dirt. Because actually, you get your nourishment from the dirt. You're gonna get your nourishment on people putting you down. And amen tribulation and, and tribulation worketh what? And patient what? And experience, what? And hope what? Myth is not a shame. So you are getting nourishment out of all of the slander that's going out on you. You are actually getting the nourishment. But after a while, you're coming up you coming up. But as I go up, I'm going down. But without dirt, you just jump up and go out. But you're not going down. God has given, redeemed everything. Now y'all can tell I've been in a whole lot of dirt. I don't mean dirt, dirt. Because <laughs> these preachers nowadays are in all kinds of dirt. And some of them, they created the dirt. But I mean dirt that you didn't create, but somebody just threw it on you. But God will deliver you. And in the midst of your dirt, God is saying, where are you? As surely as God is asking you, as he did Adam and Eve, where are you? What are you doing with your talent? Who hurt your feeling to stop you from doing what I told you to do? And he's asking us today, where are you